Welcome to the Magic Potion Podcast, where a sprinkle and a dash can enhance your class. Listen to learn about tools, techniques, and stories from educators on ways to improve your lessons, create a positive culture, and much more. I'm your host, Kevin Reinemann, and now it's time to make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode 11, Creating a Startup Culture in Your School with Becky Shiring. I'm pleased to welcome Becky uh, to come on in and talk about some of the stuff that I've run into uh, hearing her speak at some conferences. So Becky, please let the listeners know who you are, where you're from, and your background in education. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for having me today. Um, So I... My background is in um, career and technical education, and so I worked for almost 10 years um, in that area, primarily at a, at a charter school in D.C., in Washington, D.C., um, and I was in the classroom, and then I also worked in a supporting role as the instructional coach um, for our campus um, for a little while there, and then I transitioned out of the educational field into the corporate world. And I worked for a um, technology startup in DC. It it was an encrypted communications company. And I ran their training program. Um, And then I moved from there because I wanted to move back into the education space to my current role as the director of professional development at um, Squirrels, which is a software company based in Ohio. Um, And I run our teacher education program. Um, So I kind of have come full circle. And now I'm back working both in a startup environment, but also with educators. And we got to love the squirrels. Uh, (laughs) If you haven't heard of them, you definitely need to check out the Reflector app. Uh, Reflector Teacher is geared towards uh, teachers and doing some screen sharing. I absolutely love to use it as a uh, document camera wirelessly using my phone when I go to presentations. So if you ever see me out there, you will probably see me use it in one of my sessions. So big shout out to Squirrels there, as well as uh, Class Hub is their their new product that uh, is coming out to help teachers with one-to-one classrooms, basically, right? Yep. Awesome. So when I've seen you at conferences, one of the, the big things that you guys always seem to have with you is this giant wheel that looks like pizza. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I sure can. So um, my coworker, Emily, Carl Hafer, she, we share an office and we both are really the education focused um, people within the company. Um, and she also has a background in higher education. And now we both kind of work for this company, Squirrels, that has been rec- uh, recognized for our culture and, and um, just our innovative practices uh, around culture. So, you know, we were just kind of talking one day about that how education can learn a lot from these elements of startup culture that make the businesses successful, like Google, 3M, even us on a, on a small scale, you know. Um, and so we just got to talking and we were brainstorming, which kind of gets a little silly sometimes. And we both love pizza. And so um, <laughs> we, we came up with this title, Pizza, Projects, and People, How to Create Startup Culture in Your School. And um, the way that we sort of have it broken out, there's these three areas that you can focus on for startup culture. And the pizza piece is all about kind of the environment that you create. So not only the physical environment, but the types of fun that you have, 
and pizza, of course, is very fun. Um, and so that's kind of where we started. And then we kind of really ran with the with the pizza theme. Gotta love it. Um, yeah, I, I, I've yet to be able to sit in on it. I, I always seem to be having a presentation on my own, or there's something going on whenever that presentation, and it's bugged me that I haven't been able to sit in on it and hear it because I see that wheel in your guys' booth. I'm like, man, that is so cool. It's pretty fun. Um, so with the startup culture, you know, I'm, I'm the first to admit, I don't really know much about it. I've just been in the education world, you know, since, well, went to school and then I went to college and then I was right back in school as a, as an educator. So I've heard a lot of great things like about the Google 20% time and, and stuff like that. Uh, could you explain, you know, the cool things that go on up in the startup culture and in the effect that you think it could have in, uh, schools? Sure, definitely. Um, I mean, when you think about what is startup culture, people's mind generally tends to go towards like a like a Google type environment where you walk in and the furniture is all neat and modular and um, people have fun and there's snacks around the offices. And um, I mean, and that's kind of a lot of what it is. But startup culture, you know, has certain elements, no matter if it's Google, squirrels, whatever it might be. Um, it's a focus on, you know, what values are important to you and having everyone on the same page with those values. Um, your physical climate and your actual physical surroundings play a big part. Um, and then just like your relationships that you have with other people and, um, you know, putting an emphasis on people and showing people that you value them, um, is huge. So, you know, I think all of these things, of course, can be applied in schools. Um, I'll talk a little bit, I guess, about some of the things that we do here at Squirrels um, that has made us sort of a leader in company culture and, and why we have been recognized and we've won awards for this type of thing. Um, our, you've never been to our offices, have you, Kevin? I have not yet. It's definitely on my uh, short list of things to do. Um, well, you're welcome anytime. Um, but we have a, our office is really, really neat. It's very flexible. We have open workspaces. So like a lot of our uh, members of our management will actually sit among the people that they manage in an open, open environment, which really creates a sense of um, open lines of communication and it makes, you know, people in a leadership role more um, approachable. And uh, it, it's flexible environments, too. So where I am right now is actually in our classroom. Emily and I designed this classroom together. Um, but people come in here to do learning-related um, activities. We have a big smart board in here, and uh, all the furniture is modular, so you can rearrange it. Um, and I think that's a big key for creating space for innovation is, is just thinking through your physical environment. Um, and then some other things that we do just kind of related to environment and fun is we offer a lot of like little perks. We have snacks um, and the snack box is right by Emily and I's office. And it's pretty much my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> oh, nice. It's and did just, I see some sort of like water dispenser or something? Oh, on yeah, yeah. A couple like months yeah. or so ago. 
we got this new thing called a bevy and everybody is really, really excited about it. Um, but it gives you like flavored water and you can choose between still or sparkling, but it's just such a simple thing. Um, but it really just creates this like fun environment and people are happy with just these little perks, you know? Um, yeah, and then we do we really fun. A, uh, yeah. We just, along those same lines, we just picked up this, uh, aqua cafe so it's just like a water cooler that's bottom loading but it does hot water cold water and then k-cups it's the coolest thing in the world but like you're saying it has an impact something as simple as you know teachers come together to make coffee drink coffee together and talk about what's going on in the classroom yeah exactly like creating spaces to it's, I mean, creating spaces to have these conversations uh, informally is really important. So teachers get together when they're, you know, have scheduled PD days or faculty meetings or planning time. Um, but like the really important stuff happens during these kind of just informal meetings when people talk about what they're excited about. Um, and so having a space to do that or having something that brings people to that same space in an, in an informal way, like snacks or a water cooler, a neat water cooler, um, can really change things drastically. Oh, yeah. I mean, that for me, you know, I hate to say it, but when I go to conferences, it's not necessarily the sessions I'm in, but I end up taking away a lot from those interactions of just bumping into people mm -hmm. and, and that networking of discovering like-minded people from all over the country, or if it's a local one, just right in our neighborhood, just competing schools. Exactly. So, and, and teachers, I think, especially when it gets into like third, fourth quarter of the year, it's, it's, it's a grind. So a lot of times they just want to get in and get out and be done. But having that, like you're saying, that area where they can just relax, detox kind of thing with, um, being able to share, hey, this was something really cool that went on in my class and bounce ideas off each other like that. That's uh, okay. I get it. That's part of the startup culture. All right. Yeah. And kind of along those lines, I mean, when you're talking about it's teachers are overworked and it's a stressful job and you take on a lot. So um, really kind of offering space to do fun things as well. So um, I'm a big believer in like infusing humor in everything that I do because I just think laughter is transformative and it, you know, it just makes people happy to be where they are and what they're doing. Um, and so like here we have some really fun things that we do um, every once a month on Fridays, we do Photoshop Friday. <laughs> and so our, um, our, our, one of our creative um, people runs it. But basically, we take an embarrassing photo of a coworker and put <laughs> them into other embarrassing photos <laughs> well, in, oh, a light, in a very lighthearted way. And of course, there's rules around it, what you can and can't do. But um, and, and with the understanding that when it happens on this one Friday every month, you know, your work tasks obviously come first. But you know, take some time out and make this funny photo and then a winner is picked and they always win some kind of silly prize. But it makes that one Friday every month is just, I look forward to it so much because I'm just constantly giggling throughout the day at these things that are being shared. And that's a simple little thing. Well, not always simple if you're not very good at doing Photoshop, but it, 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 that's a nice bonding experience as long as everyone can take a joke, I guess. 
Yeah. And like the pictures that we use are from team, team events anyway. So we have like, um, you know, maybe like a, um, we have a team retreat. So a lot of the pictures have come from that or a Christmas party that we've had or, you know, things along those lines, but it's just kind of a fun tradition. And, and we do other things too, along those lines. So every November we do a chili cook-off and you know, everybody brings in their chili recipe. And then we have actually a trophy that has, um, you know, if you win, you get your name etched in on it permanently. So that's another. Have you, have you won it yet? No, I didn't. Last year was my first year competing. And I, I personally, I think I won for creativity, <laughs> but uh, I did not win for taste. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a fun little thing to do there. Maybe I'll try to wrap my visit around November then to come up there for that one. Yeah, you should. It's just our whole kitchen just smells delicious. Um. When you're talking about the earlier with the modular rooms and stuff like that, in my head, I'm picturing so many of the like maker spaces in schools now. You can write on everything, like mm -hmm. the walls, on glass, on desks. Is that something that you guys have up there? Yeah. So in our meeting rooms, um, we have kind of like a, um, it's like a glass like material that you can kind of write on and take notes on. And then we also have, um, in most of our meeting rooms now, we have smart boards that allow us to kind of capture our notes that way as well. Um, but yeah, we have lots of different options. And then like that, we have different types of furniture that's easy to move from one meeting space to another um, so that, you know, you can be flexible. Awesome. Now, do you see if a school starts doing stuff like this, having these common spaces where maybe students that are historically in like a study hall or something like that could come together and, and start to communicate and build like that. Do you see that having an impact on school spirit necessarily? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so if you provide students the space to work together on, you know, an autonomous project that of their choosing something that they want to, you know, build and that they envision, um, if you give them that space, they're going to be much more motivated to to be in the school and to be a part of the school. Um, and, you know, all, like autonomous, there's research that supports autonomous project based learning increases motivation in all areas. So um, I think, yeah, if allowing kids like a choice in their own, a choice and voice in their own learning is huge. And I mean, we do that here within our own company. We allow our employees to pursue kind of projects that they find interesting and take 10% of their work time to pursue those things. Um, and it makes you feel valued and, and also you're kind of in charge of your own direction and it's really nice. That is great. And I do believe next week you guys have a pretty big anniversary for the company, right? We do. It's our 10 year anniversary. And so that is all being planned. Uh, as we yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Becky, for being on. Um, if my listeners want to touch base with you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? So um, I'm on Twitter at Becky Shy. So it's B-E-C-K-Y-S-H-Y. Um, and so you can contact me through Twitter or email is B Shiring, B S H I R I N G at air squirrels. 
Um, so you can reach me that way as well. And I have a, um, I actually wrote an article for EdTech Digest about why startup culture matters in schools and, and what you can kind of do to implement that stuff. So i um, happy to share that link. And we have sort of a PDF that we've created that succinctly kind of summarizes what our presentation is all about when we go to these conferences. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to get those from you and add those to the show notes. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. I hope my listeners definitely walk away with something to, uh, to bring to their school and make some great things happen. So thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity, Kevin. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Magic Potion Podcast. This podcast was created using Anchor FM. Please subscribe and leave comments with your thoughts and ideas from the classroom. Until next time, get out there and make it happen.